It is time for another episode of Godfather. Season 3. <sighs> season Season 3. We are we are already at season 3 and episode number 2. Yes, I'm uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling like we are learning from past mistakes mm-hmm. uh, by actually testing ourselves uh, before going yep. on on air. If you're a fodderhead, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal the episode. No, we've <laughs> had a couple of ones that we'd like back. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not a fodderhead, if you're yeah. just joining us, uh, we're here to add a little value to your lives. We are a couple of guys in our St. Anthony studio, or what we like to call our St. Anthony studio. Working in education and ministry, we have a passion for asking questions, exploring connections, sharing our reflections, and we just are very excited that you are a part of it. This particular episode, we had the topic of habits a year ago. Yes. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it one of your top episodes of season two? It was my favorite episode. It was your favorite episode. Of of season two. All right. It was. So a habit of habits, or I'm calling it habit 2.0. And if you are one of those individuals who follows statistics, your New Year's resolutions, which you have set, are a third of you are are done with that. And it's, it's only... January 20th. <laughs> the rest of you, 80% drop by mid-February. Mm. So we don't want resolutions. We no. want to talk about habits. We have some more information that we've learned since our last episode a year ago. And we're going to uh, maybe create a habit of habits. I think it's fitting that we uh, would talk about habits. We would talk about change on this Martin Luther King Jr. evening. Uh, Martin Luther King... Uh, Junior uh, being a premier change agent in, uh, well, the twenty would that be the twentieth century? Yeah, the twentieth century change agent. Yeah, Uh, and so we're talking about change, talking about how change can be difficult, and what are some different things that we can do uh, to make ourselves better. So let's put you in the hot seat. Boom! Bring it. We have nine questions looking at if you are more emotional or logical. Okay. Let, let's do this too before we get going. What what do you think? Are you more emotional or are you more logical? If you were to to say self assessment, I I think I'm pretty pretty fifty fifty okay. there, but yeah. I'm gonna say I skew to be more emotional. Okay. Well, let's see. This is from January 2019 Buzzfeed. Nine questions. It, it's just one or the other. Okay. When do you shower? In the morning or at night? Morning. Okay. How do you squeeze your toothpaste? From the bottom or from the middle? Uh, From the middle. Do you bite straws? LOL, guilty. Ooh, no, that's gross. Bite straws? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, if you're drinking uh, a pop, a soda, uh-huh. and you have a straw, do you chew on it? No. No. Okay. How many alarms do you set in the morning? Just one, or as many as it takes? <laughs> Zero. I know. <laughs> so... No, I'm, I'm, I, wish, I wish I could sleep all the way to an alarm. That would be wonderful. Uh, I, so I guess the answer would probably be one. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to go back to the sleeping episode. <laughs> when it comes to books, you use a bookmark or dog ear? Bookmark. 
Okay. How do you open presents? Gently so I can save the paper. Rip it to shreds. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> Rip it open. Uh, all right. <laughs> Where do you put ketchup? On the fries or on the side? On the side. Okay, almost there. Do you eat pizza crust? Yes, it's the best part. Nah, it's not for me. Yes. Do you regularly make your bed? Yep or nope? Uh, well, is this before married life or after? Right yeah. Now we're going with... Yep, I make it. Okay. I've been making it a lot lately. Yeah. All right. You are logical. You think before ah. you speak and always weigh the consequences of your actions. Okay, then. At least uh, according yeah. to BuzzFeed. Yeah, yeah. I was also logical, hmm. which, again, if you think about it, it seems to make sense. What, yeah. what, I would, what I'm curious about is, you know, trying to be that versus just the reaction to it. Well, I also think if you were to ask me these questions 20 years ago, how I would have responded, because mm. I think I would have been more emotional. You've, you've changed. I've changed. Yes, I. But I do. I am very uh, analytical and logical. I think. I do think before I speak now because I've been burned. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> Experience yeah. has well, taught me. <laughs> sometimes people continue to do the same thing over right. and over. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The years just come. The endless than. cycle. Yeah. <laughs> So if you want to check that out, uh, listeners, January 2019, it's BuzzFeed, and it's there There actually were quite a few hot seat possibilities as far as habits are concerned. And I thought this was a pretty good one, whether you are emotional or logical. New segment. Yeah. It's a new year. It is. Dubbed The Future's Past. Oh, I, I like that. that. That's awesome. I yeah. that's pretty good. I think well done. Actually, yeah. Uh, uh, Star Trek episode. Yeah, I like that. But all right, all right. So uh, credit towards you, Keith. Which is, if you are a listener that has followed along with Godfather, we have had a segment called Good Old Days, and that really is about looking back. It's nostalgia. What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? And and trying to look at it through the lens now of being older. Well, Keith flipped it on its head, so to speak. Looking into the future, what will be a good old day? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you start because you said you had one already um, going in. Yeah, so what uh, what triggered this idea was a conversation with a friend recently as we were laughing about what we'll be looking back, what our kids will be looking back on yeah. and going, remember when our parents had to... Uh-huh. And so the uh, exactly. Yep. So uh, I I we, we we were laughing about cars, and how uh, we we drive cars now, but in the future they probably won't. Yeah. So self driving cars is going to be good old days. Yeah. They already have self driving trucks and semis. Yeah. You know, Google and Amazon are testing all these self driving cars. Yeah. We see it in these future movies. And we're kind of like, oh, yeah, that'll be the day. But they're actually doing it now. So I think that getting getting behind the wheel, driver's ed, and and driving a car for the first time, or or test driving a car, or getting in a really fast, you know, like, all that is just going to be good old days. We're going to be like, man, remember what it felt like? to put the car into drive and, you know, punch the gas. Remember when you got speeding tickets Mm -hmm. and 
And so I just think that that'll be a, a fascinating thing that, and, and just weird to yeah. think. What, do you, is that something you look forward to? I mean, are you interested in having that as a possibility? Well, we were, the conversation we were having is uh, that insurance agencies are really hmm. opposed because their livelihood is at stake. Yeah. You take away human error and you no longer have need for insurance because there won't be any more accidents. Theoretically, right. I mean, things can still happen, yeah. Uh, but but yeah. So I, I I am kind of looking forward to it. I, I hope that there's. I think it's in the movie Minority Report where he gets into a self driving thing and he like overrides it so that he can drive it. I think you're right. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that there's still a feature where yeah you're out in the country no one's around yeah, let's just take it off yeah, the you yeah. know <laughs> hit a button hit a button like, and All right, what do let's, I do here? let's take it off autopilot and, yeah. and manually fly this thing or, or that you know right now you need people that know how to drive stick yep. in case you're ever in a situation where oh my gosh you know this car is this car is manual does anyone know how to drive manual mm-hmm. uh have... i i do okay. i i could probably do it yep. i never have driven I mean, I've driven a, a a truck that had a stick, and I was able to. Yeah. I was able to, you know, drive short distances, yep. so I could awesome. if I was in a pinch. I love it. But now, you know, I think in the future it's going to be. Does anyone know how to yeah. actually oh, man, drive a car? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's very good. So mine uh, came about with my younger brother is in Disney World right now. Compounded with, we went to, uh, Karen and I went to a movie yesterday and I saw, um, it's it's not posters anymore, inside. Outside they still have posters, upcoming features or what's currently showing. And I worked in a movie theater, loved getting the posters. In fact, if there was a really popular one, you had to kind of bid on it and whatnot. Yep. Well, here I am, here we are, sitting there and they're, they're just scrolling. Here's a video. So here, here's this movie that changed to the next one. And so I thought about that, and I thought about just theme parks as a whole. So we have Disney World and Universal, and you've got... Um, I, I looked up some of them. Have you ever been to Busch Gardens? I have, or, you know, yeah. uh, Worlds of Fun, Six Flags. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just Valley Fair for people in Minnesota. And I just think they'll still be around. But what I wonder, good old days will be... Remember when, because I can even do that with tickets. You need to have tickets, and then it became passes, and I don't know, will they scan your eye, or what will they do? You know, the other thing to consider is, will they have theme parks? Because, you know, the virtual reality stuff is pretty intense. Yeah. You know, and you can just pop on some goggles and you know how similar today, thinking of movie theaters, you know, they now people have these huge TVs and in home theaters. Will there be a thing as an in home amusement park where you just throw on the I mean, think of uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Yes. But that's where I think it will be good old days because I, I, I think they will be around because I think people who knows how far down the the into the future we go, but People want that experience. It's one thing to see it and all that, and obviously the virtual reality is pretty um, exciting to think about. But you know, building these Harry Potter worlds or Star Wars galaxies or whatever it happens to be, to be immersed in it with other people, and right. maybe if the technology grows where you and I can do that together, yeah, avatar like, 
I don't know. Yeah, but, there is. There's definitely. I mean, I it's like a book versus a you know reading off of your Kindle. Like, yeah. I still prefer the book because I like the feel of it in my hands. Right. You know, whereas like an amusement park, yeah, like you can feel. And again, they can probably simulate that. Yeah. But there is still something. I still go to the movie theater to see big movies. I still, you know, there's still things that I will yeah. seek out public places to experience. Yeah. So I just. I think they'll be around, but I think a good old day will be mm-hmm. the, that the theme park and what it once was when it first started. It, it already is. It's already in the 21st century. It's already changed quite a bit. And I just do you think you'll that. ever have a good old day feeling for lines and long lines and waiting? No, <laughs> no. I mean, the, why I'm pausing? <laughs> well, of course not. But why I'm pausing is we are we're so. Instant. We're, we're so instant that it's causing some havoc for us to be able to. No one wants to wait in the line. Yeah, but there's there's that anticipation. Well, that's what I'm saying. You there is what? something about the anticipation yeah. factor. So, I don't know. Is a ride? Will a ride be as fun? Maybe we should do an anticipation or waiting uh, episode or something because yeah. it would be interesting if there's some science behind. Is something. Is something you know as enjoyable when you've had to wait for it versus yep. you know boom right it's, away. It's the suspense, suspense of yeah. Anyway, so well, well, tune in, tune yeah. in. We'll uh, we'll put it on we'll put it on the list. Maybe it'll happen for mm-hmm. this season three. You'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you do, will you? Uh, uh, yeah, send exactly. us a tweet? I, I wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Uh, all, right. all right, so for this. Uh, series of uh, <laughs> habits, if you will. Our, our source material, let, let's go that route. Our main source is from a Hidden Brain episode, which I think has become, I think Hidden Brain has become my yeah, new favorite. I do like Hidden they Brain. Very, very good episodes. Yeah. So listeners, if you haven't uh, listened to a full episode of Hidden Brain, I would I would recommend He's a very good host. Yeah. Very good host. It's my, it's my new top. So this is Creatures of Habits. How Habits Shape Who We Are and Who We Become. This is from just December 30th, 2019. But we also have a book that you and I really like, which is called Switch, um, Chip and Dan Heath. And then other pieces that we brought in, one that comes to mind that many people know is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I did a quick, there's a, there's a video. And again, that's a good book. There are extensions that go beyond and, and from that as well. So what do you think about the slogan, just do it? So that's Nike. Do you, and I don't honestly care like if you like the slogan or not. What I'm asking Mr. Long is someone comes to you and and says, hey, let's go. Just just go ahead and and get it going. Do you? I mean, 80% of the time I'm I'm ready. Like, yeah, let's just jump jump in, in, jump in, give it a whirl. Exactly. And maybe that's the risk. Uh, taking nature that I have, um, adrenaline seeking, or just wanting to see what happens. Yeah. So if you're trying to make a change and, and build a habit, do you have an example that you've been able to do that you can you you can say, I, I, yeah, I I just did it. Uh whew, that's a good one. I would say. I would say I've gotten better at drinking lots of water. 
and and see and and being kind of uh so drinking probably three to four water bottles a day okay just doing it yeah and, and that got you going it was like, that got me going I need to drink more water i that was uh kind of looking at you know how to live more healthy mm-hmm. and I've been someone who's just over the years like, oh, is it exercise? Is it nutrition? And I always just I was like, it's nutrition. I just knew it was nutrition. And you know, one one you know study after another, and just reporting how you know obviously sleep is really important, but drinking water is is the top one. And so I just my wife and I were you know help help each other be accountable and just kind of just okay, we're gonna drink. This is our goal. This is what we do and. And once, and I remember I I did that in in college, and when I lost a bunch of weight, I drank just a ton of water, Uh, and and so then you know it's not that I I don't I'm not obese or you know it's just I've I there I just like to feel good yeah and so just kind of felt like I was more of an an emotional eater, Mm -hmm. and how to how do I still allow myself to. I love food. How can how how I still allow myself to live free without feeling super guilty? Yeah. And so the water, it came back to water. What was my water intake? It's a good example. So we're gonna talk about this particular uh, hidden brain episode. And Wendy Wood is the individual. She's a psychology professor at the University of Southern California, and she has a majority of these insights. So I want to give her credit. But it's interesting that you talk about water. Because I wouldn't think there's a lot of conflict or anything resistance. She talks about friction quite a bit. And it's this almost stereotype that people need to just do it, that they have, they just, you've got to have strong willpower. Uh, and, and all these things that we think about related to habits, again, we've talked about this. I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that episode from a year ago. It was, it was very well done. But now layering it... Uh, a year later and looking at, you know, how do we build this within ourselves without it being such a conflict? The resolutions don't work. And part of it is yep. because it is just so in our brains that she talks about we need to build it so it isn't, that it's unconscious, that we do it um, as a means of who we are. So the water example is a really, a really nice one. What... What do you have others that you can think of that you've done that have been able to re- really change? Because that's that's what we're talking about here. Really change who you are. Yeah. So uh, sticking with the staying healthy factor, uh, I picked this up just within the last couple of years. A new way of thinking of uh, uh, something that. Well, okay. So it was the scale. Okay. Uh, a weigh scale. Yeah. And I always dreaded standing on a scale before because I didn't want to know what the number was. (laughs) Uh, And the insight from this particular uh, person slash program was treat the scale as as just simply data. It's just a data point. Hmm. It's not tied to an emotional um, shaming mechanism it's just data. So you step on it one morning. Okay, I went up whatever this amount was. Then you think about what did I do the day before? Oh, okay. So when I eat this, 
this is what happens. Or when my day looks like this, this might be okay. the thing. And then, you know, you have a really good day and you see, yeah. oh, wow, when I do this, you know, and just treat it as data. It's not, and you, and you give yourself grace when it, that number is not likable and, and you pat yourself on the back when it is. Okay. But it's just strictly data. Yep. And so, but you can only treat it as data if you do it every single day. Right. And you got to string together doing it every single day. Exactly. So exactly. Yep. And now I do every single day except when I'm on vacation or, you know, obviously not around one. And again, I don't beat myself up for not doing that. But sure. I can tell. Hmm. I, and I now now it has become just a part of my of my day in and day out yeah. where. Um, but then I uh, sometimes I get surprised. Like there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I've gone up like, you know, five pounds or whatever. And then I step on the scale and it's like, oh. oh. I only went out only one, you know? <laughs> um, so it, it, but yeah, just treating it as data and, and nothing else. All right. So stringing those together. The other thing that when we were talking about habits that always comes up is 14 days or 21 days or whatever. And we've talked about that before, but her insight was it, it really depends on the individual. It also depends upon what, what are we really trying to build here? So the complexity of something is, is going to take more time. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't about, well, I'll have this in seven days and I got it down or 21 days because you can easily fall off the wagon. But it was about really, it's, it's per the type of habit and, and going in and just trying to do those incremental pieces like you're talking about just one day, just the right. next day and not, oh, I got to do this over 21 days and then it'll be a part of who I am. So it's, it's making it become that unconsciousness. It's that lowering of friction. And that's that's marketing strategies now. Uh, that's the, would you like fries with that? That's mm-hmm. the, I'm watching YouTube clips and here comes the next one. And if I don't, if I don't cancel it, the next one's going to come. And so time is wasted because right. there's no friction there. And if it's there, you're, you're more likely to to do the thing or, yes. or to... To, yes. to take the thing, and which is what they talk I, about. I in the, sat there and sat yeah. there and yeah. sat there yeah. rather than... Right. So it's trying to, on the positive side, make it frictionless, make mm-hmm. it easy. Try to... You you put the the scale right where you're going to... You're brushing your teeth. There it is. Yep. It's easy to step on. Uh, she gave the example of she wore her uh, workout clothes to bed. Right. Because then she went out like, oh, I don't want to get up. And like she wore them to bed, and you're like, yeah. up and at them. Yeah. Yep. And there yep. she went, and on her way. And it you just the more that you do it, the, there's nothing that's going to get in the way of her. And that's where you're go, switching gears into the the book switch. Uh, how they shape the path. Yes. Because you're, and they they break it down as there's every every person. Uh, their emotional self is like an elephant and the elephant will get its way. And you're a writer on that emotional, you know, elephant. And, and the only way to direct the elephant is to shape the path. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that logical sense comes in where putting your clothes on your workout clothes before bed, putting the scale, you know, next to the toilet or whatever, like, like you, you can shape the path or change the system that's the only way 
and obviously you can override it. I yep. mean, there are times when you, you put your workout clothes on, wake up in the morning and be like, screw this. I'm yep. not doing this. Right. You know? <laughs> or, or like there've been times where I walk in and I'm like, yeah, I'm not weighing myself today. Cause I don't want, I, I don't want to, you know? Well, I think again, it goes back to the number of days, but the, the, uh, the Heath's talk about also the bigger the change the more will sap, sap your self-control so you've got to go oh, in yeah. with that idea of doing those incremental changes it, it's going to take time just slow uh, um wendy wood talks about it being easy and fun it, it's just making that friction go away as much as possible where you can then it, it isn't that i want the cake it's just not there yeah. avoid the temptation or no nope, i see it that's not mine that's yeah. my son's yep. that's my partner's uh i'm gonna eat the fruit because i like the fruit not because of, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right where you're yeah. convincing oh, yourself yeah. the self-control you you learn and that's what you learn when you try the resolution thing yeah. is that your self-control has a limit mm-hmm. and we're we, lazy yeah easy route well, and sleep if you get poor sleep that breaks down your self-control reserves. Absolutely. That you, I mean, I that is, I have seen that time and time again. That if I if I sleep poorly, I by the end of the day, I'm I'm just a, a mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you then know, you're, total you're mess. mentally exhausted. Exactly. So when you're mentally exhausted, there's no way you have that reserve. To you have be no able chance. To go in. Yes. You got no chance when you're when you're exact. That's uh, I think I read a quote in the book that just said it's it's not laziness. It's exhaustion, mm-hmm. and you might exactly. you and this is where the the dieting is so tough for people is or, or like you know Weight Watchers or whatever it is is you might be a, a rock star and avoid you know ten different temptations, but on that eleventh one, you've just broken down and you mm-hmm. you, you just can't avoid another one because you you've, you've exhausted your self control and your willpower. Yep. And that's where again it comes back to don't try and build up that willpower. It, 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 it just cannot do it. Yeah, don't don't make it be about your self control, but remove again the frictionless, the making it easy and fun, trying to help it be the unconscious. Um, which the weird example that again I think we all can relate to that she brought up was about driving where you just are you drive the same route to work all the time that you don't think about it anymore or back to your your stick shift manual I, I'm, it's not even you're not even yeah. thinking about it I'm, right. I'm just driving whichever car that I am in fact if you've ever done that before which I have Karen's car is a stick when I move if I've been in her car a lot and I move back to mine. I put my foot, I put the clutch in, there's no clutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But because my, and then my brain wakes up and goes, wait a minute, Greg, you don't need to do that in this car. And I find that, that yeah. really fascinating. Yes. Dare I say, super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag super interesting. <laughs> uh, Anything yeah. else that yeah. stood out for you? Uh from the podcast or yeah from... or again a couple more things maybe from the book that you really thought would be well beneficial i to... i think this is a great quote to remember when you're forming habits this comes from chip and dan heath when you're at the beginning don't obsess about the middle because the middle is going to look different once you get there just look for a strong beginning and a strong ending and get moving mm. so just i do it just do it <laughs> uh you and i think that that's at least when you're looking to change maybe a lifestyle or something like that, you you do get kind of bogged 
down a little bit uh, and you just got to get going. And I, and I've learned that in, in writing too is, oh, so, you know, I don't know the, the plot of this or I don't know where, how I'm going to, how, you know, it's just, it just start, you know, just start writing. Even if it just down. gets something down. So yeah. just, just get going. And, and that is where the just do it becomes, uh, becomes pretty helpful. Yeah. That's a find the bright spot a little right. bit too that they talk about. Right. Find that short, quick reward. Get, get the dopamine going. That's where that's where the rewards and pieces can be valuable because now, all right now I'm motivated and building that motivation to to now now do it again. Thread the next right. piece together. Yep, just one. I mean, it, it, there's so many cliches we could throw in here. Yeah. You know, one step at a time, baby steps, yeah. um, whatever. But I love baby steps. It is true. <laughs> it is. It is, it is it's true. So good though. All right, what what kinds of things? Uh, you, I know you said you've taken notes on this book. I my book is just all marked up. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, highly recommended, listeners. Uh, lots and lots of notes because they just dig down into some things where, um, whether you're trying to grow yourself or grow the organization that you work in or people that you grow with. Um, Quick wins. Talk about that. Um, you know, just just manageable goals, just measurable goals. Um, uh, what else? Uh... Well, another thing that comes up w- within all of these is that change the beliefs and the behaviors will follow. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily true. Um, it, it could be, again, for these short, quick wins where it's a one-time piece. But examples on the negative side, uh, or it could be positive, would be savings. As as I need to put a penny aside, $5 aside, whatever it is. Negative side, if I... I I spend it all right away. I obviously don't have anything. If I just put a little bit to the side, I, I tithe just first. Yeah. Handle it first, and then you don't have to. It's just out of your mind because mm-hmm. it's just what I do. It, it's the I am a runner. What does a runner do? Exactly. I am yeah. a, a good spouse. Uh, you know, it's it's the noun, then the verb. Right. You know, this is, this is how I define myself and my identity. Now go out and create the habits and the actions that help to define who or what that is. Well, and, and I think maybe it's just being a, a Minnesotan and uh, following Minnesotan sports teams, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just the that uh, ingraining of lowering the expectations mm-hmm. every year. But there is a lot of wisdom in lowering the bar, mm-hmm. and they talk about it as uh, shrinking the change. And so you you make it. You you don't don't make it unattainable on yourself because you're you're doomed to fail then, uh, and and that is where that first episode of habits from last year you know, comes in where it's it's not about setting the perfect goal, it's about who you want to be and then finding a way to create that system to set yourself up for success rather than oh I you know and it's so far out there and I want to be this and then. Day three, you eat an entire Dairy Queen cake, and you're like, "Well, I'm done." (laughs) So instead, eat the well, hopefully not. (laughs) Not (laughs) So you eat a lot of the cake. Yeah, all right, it's okay. You expect it, or you set it up. Like what I've been doing is, is you know, okay, I'm gonna skip a meal because I know I'm gonna be going out that night. So that the earlier that day, I'm just gonna skip a meal. Yeah, and and so then I can enjoy myself. Sure, and you know, it's not that hard. Yeah, Uh, but. I'm thinking about it and because especially that emotional part of me where when I'm feeling good about myself, I mean, you feel invincible mm-hmm. and, and you just, you, you can do, you know, life is so much more enjoyable when you're feeling good about yourself. 
be be patient with yourself you know gracious empathy with start with yourself uh that would be the biggest thing i think that i have learned in the last couple years is normally what would happen was i would fall off and just feel start feeling really crappy and it just seemed like i would be off the wagon so to speak for a long time and it would just take an exorbitant amount of of self-motivation to like get going again and now it's it just seems like it doesn't happen mm-hmm. like i may you know fall away or whatever it might have a couple of failures here and there and just self-help but, back at it. but it just it's a, i have become more ingrained as i am a healthy person and this is what a healthy yes. person does and i'm gonna set these measurable goals and so even if it's just for like a day yeah. you know small small successes. attainable yes attainable and and that again this is a little bit cliche but change is not an event but rather a process these authors say and yes mm. so get behind that a little bit and this is where you get a buddy checking in and being supportive of one another whether that's exercising or how's that going like if you have a bad day all right that's one day and you because you start the negative self-talk right and then it's really hard to get the momentum back again it's kind of if you've ever seen uh, time travel movies where, like the fu- future self is saying something to the the yes. former self, and, and it's kind of like that where I I don't really want to say this, but I'm going to say it because I have to have it be out loud and have an accountability thing. Where so when you're in a when you're motivated and in that mood, that's when you know you say to somebody, "Hey, if I ever." Make sure you call me on it. And I know when I'm in that mood, I'm going to give you the evil eye. But I need you to remind me that I said that because that might break the the negativity or whatever it is. Get you you out of that trance and that mood. So I would say I'm going to be patient. I'm going to find those small steps. I like that friction piece a lot is try to remove those things that are getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't think I'm going to sleep in my exercise clothes, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I like that idea of, yeah. of getting into doing that. And my piece that I've been trying to get started, and I, I worked a, my whole website is to start to blog. And just hmm. maybe, maybe a couple times a month, I'd like to do it weekly. But then again, I, this is yeah. my goals don't always work because then I feel guilty. Like, right. dang it, and then you <laughs> yourself out, I wanted to be able to do that. Okay, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Publish a couple a month. Yeah. people to respond a little bit and, and kind of go that route. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, it's just so easy to get lost in all the details and chaotic, chaos of life. And then, yeah, one day you wake up and you're like, why don't I do this anymore? I used to really like this, I'm, and I need, I want to do this. And those are the times where I capitalize on that motivation, and just you know figure something out. And then, and but then also if you factor in the the, the grace for yourself when you wake up not feeling that not feeling it, you know. It's okay. One day. One day. I like, I like what you said. Yeah. So we hope that Godfather is a habit for you. Couple times a month, right? We'll yeah, just, just a couple times. Starting slowly. We thank you for spending time with us. We encourage you to share a comment, ask a question, make a connection with potentially uh, a tweet. Or do we have some other media forms? Can they find us on Facebook? Uh, you can then? find us on the Godfather Podcast Facebook through right. through me. If you um, 
I, I think I have my settings wide open, Keith Long. I live in Cottage Grove. I don't know what else. I, I'm a pastor at St. Luke. So if there's if you are listening and you're not connected to me through Facebook, that'd be a place where I would like to use the, utilize that as you know posting some links to where what we talk about, sure, uh, and and those kinds of things. And you could put comments there and questions through Facebook. Go to Greg's website. Yeah. You, you, your website is awesome. I, I spent some time on it. It Thank looks you. great. Getting it going. Yep. What's the web? What's the address? So it's. A little bit long winded. We should. Can we hook it up onto? The, oh, yeah, that's I a good know, idea. I'll put it. I'll put, put it on show notes or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's yeah. com forward slash website. Um, again, if you do Gregory Heineke, that could be on Twitter. That's my handle there. Uh, Keith's got uh, at Good Godfather, or he also has a website becoming a new. Those would be some more possibilities and, and places that you could find some more from us. Where are we going? Who are we now? Let's decide. This time, you gotta make up your mind. This life, you're living. This time, you gotta make up your mind. This life, worth living. Get up, we got a ways to go. So we thank you for spending time with us. This episode's format and structure, recording, production, all of it done by Keith Long and me, Greg Heineke. Our artwork is designed by Chuck Bennis. Source material, as we've said, is coming from Hidden Brain, switched from Chip, Chip and Dan Heath, and a little bit from Stephen Covey. Theme music is from The Godfather, composed by Nino Roto. You're listening to We Are Only Getting Better, today's outro music by Joshua Radden. And again, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend. Please join us again next time when we will ask more questions, explore further connections, and share our reflections to add a little value to the world. Thanks. <laughs>